Hey friends, did you know that Windows Virtual Desktop enables you to access your workspace securely from any place in the world? Using Azure as your global footprint, you can get a great user experience from anywhere. And with the high demand lately for remote working, Windows Virtual Desktop has been pivotal for many businesses this year. Christian Brinkhoff is here to show me how today on Azure Friday. Hey friends, I'm Scott Hanselman and it's Azure Friday. I'm here with Christiane. Um, how are you? This is exciting. I love that you brought an architecture diagram to show me right off the bat. So I'm doing fine, Scott. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, really pleased to, uh, to talk about an exciting technology with you, Windows Virtual Desktop. So. Um, I understand that this is huge right now. Like Windows Virtual Desktop is like literally saving companies. What, what, why were the companies needing to be saved right now? Yeah, because it enables a company very efficient and fast to uh, yeah work from home. So think about COVID-19 increasement and in working remotely. Um, yeah, this this has to be a key element in, in enabling customers to work from home. This might be an ignorant question, but what is the difference between Windows Virtual Desktop and just someone, a regular person, making a virtual machine on their own and then remote desktoping into it? Yeah, that's a very good question. So as you can see on this uh, architecture picture, uh, you will see three uh, buckets over here. So the first bucket is basically what we call the Windows Virtual Desktop Workspace, or also known as the control plane. And in that control plane, you have different roles like web access, diagnostic, gateway, management, brokering, load balancing. That is basically the engine of Windows Virtual Desktop. And everything behind that makes it enterprise ready. So think about brokering, load balancing globally, worldwide, that makes it yeah, possible to do like remoting or desktop virtualization for an enterprise very easily. Uh, so that's different from how you do it from a physical device remote externally in because there's no load balancing. You don't have the capabilities of multi-session, so you cannot share resources as an example with an exclusive operating system that's part of the Windows Virtual Desktop uh, offering, uh, Windows, uh, Windows 10 multi-session. Wow. So it sounds like if I were a company that suddenly had a bunch of workers that needed to be at home and their desktops are left at work and I never assigned them corporate laptops, I can have them now securely log into virtual machines by the thousands that I've, I provision, I control, I manage just as if they were the desktops that they're used to be using. Yeah, that's correct. And you can do that on a different operating systems as well. You can do it from different endpoint operating systems. So for Mac, from Android, from Windows, obviously. So all kinds of yeah, cross platforms are supported for Windows Virtual Desktop. So you can connect to your Windows device, uh, most likely Windows 10 single session for single session uh, virtual desktops or multi-session to share your resources with the same experience of Windows 10, but as well for Windows 7 as an example. So if you have Windows 7 in your environment, you still need it for application compatibility reasons. We can publish that from uh, yeah from Azure centralized globally and you can yeah, use like a, a MacBook or a Chromebook or just a different device on Windows to connect to a Windows device. So yeah, great, uh, great things that are part of your M365 license. You most likely already have in, in, in your licensing um, yeah, store of your company. Uh, wow. So it's, it's a really efficient way of doing desktop virtualization. Okay. So what does this look like in the Azure portal? Is this going to feel comfortable to people who already know how to use Azure? 
Yeah, that's a very, uh, very good uh, yeah, bridge to uh, to switch to the uh, first uh, first demo that I would like to show. So the Windows Virtual Desktop Service is recently updated. So uh, since uh, April 30th, we uh, we made a big announcement to enable customers better to uh, use Windows Virtual Desktop. So we call that the Windows Virtual Desktop ARM-based version, the Azure Resource Manager version, and that means is that Windows Virtual Desktop is now completely integrated inside the Azure portal, which you can see over here. So if you search for Windows Virtual Desktop here, you can just search for the service, which was impossible before uh, we did this change. So you had to do it like uh, partly via PowerShell, partly via the Azure portal, and you had to do some consents, and that's now all consolidated in one. So you can do from A to Z the complete deployment and as well the maintenance directly from the Azure portal, as you can see over here. So most likely, if you start a clean environment, uh, clean deployment from a clean environment, you uh, yeah, you create a host pool, and a host pool is a set of hosts. So uh, let's say multiple Windows 10 multi-session virtual machines in one host pool for like a couple of thousand users to uh, yeah to load balance your sessions and to uh, publish an application or a full desktop. That's that's what we call host pool. And here you can start a deployment. Just click a resource group and host pool name as an example very easily uh, you can change the metadata location right now as well so uh, in a couple of uh, of weeks we will add as well uh, rest europe to the offering here uh, you can uh, click for validation environment which means that you get like sort of like uh, new features earlier than uh, yeah before it goes into the production ring uh, so you can decide to do that as well and personal and pulled means uh, single session windows 10 or Windows 7 and pull means, yeah, pull off a virtual desktop. So most likely Windows 10 multi-session. So uh, very easily you can limit everything here as well. And the other great thing here is that you can directly add your virtual machines. So um, yeah, how large your environment is, yeah, it reflects the amount of virtual machines. So let's say 10, you can uh, select the Azure data center region here. So every data center uh, that supports compute can be selected here. So I'm from uh, from the Netherlands. So let's uh, let's pick here uh, West uh, West Europe as an example or North Europe as an example. And yeah, prefixes can be set here. Everything is all yeah very simplified and automated. And and that, that's yeah that's as well what you called out a reason why. Windows Virtual Desktop is so yeah, pivotal and popular during this uh, pandemic because, as you can see, it's very easy to uh, get to spin up your environment and as well to create a workspace over here. And when you're done with that, you start on review and create, and then you have within 30 minutes you have an up and running virtual desktop environment. So, wow. So, like, not to not to put too fine a point on it, but are you saying that someone could say, "Wow, we can't come into the office anymore uh, starting Monday." Over the weekend, the IT department could put together 50 virtual machines, uh, the applications and the resources that people need. And Monday morning, they get an email that says, you can connect to Windows Virtual Desktop just like this and get back to work from, from exactly. your home on yeah. whatever machine yeah. you have. Exactly, and that's what a lot of customers did since um, yeah the, the beginning of March till till now, and they still do okay. it today because the world is changing, right? Uh, you probably saw it on like social media as well. A lot of companies are thinking about making remote from home mandatory for a couple of days in a week. So, uh, but yeah, oh, this is really exciting and a lot of power. Okay, looks like we have a list of host pools here. 
Yeah. So uh, after you did the deployment, you uh, you can see all your components inside the Azure portal. So your workspace, which basically is that control plane that I just explained that holds all those different roles uh, and as well the host pool, obviously. And as part of that host pool, you will see your session host uh, listed here. So you see the status. Uh, you can see if a user is, is logged on to this virtual machine. So all kinds of insights here that uh, yeah previously was not yeah, available in inside windows virtual desktop now with the arm based version we make it very easily to uh, yeah to manage and maintain the environment as well so great uh, initiatives you can you can send the user a message if you do some maintenance to ask okay log off because we need to provide a change to the image all kinds of yeah easy ways of doing the management as well directly from the portal same things over here as an example. You can just search for users that are logged on and you can check, okay, my user uh, has these like host pool application groups assigned and uh, has a, yeah, a couple of active sessions to my uh, HPC demo environment, as you can see over here, the status. So all kinds of great things that, uh, yeah, that you can use as part of uh, yeah, this, uh, this great solution as part of Microsoft Azure. So. And are we able to see what's going on in those machines? Are there like uh, logs and analytics so that if you're doing 10,000 of these, I'd really like to make sure people are doing yeah, what they need to be doing exactly. and that the system is healthy. Yeah, so technology is obviously one thing, right? But user performance and experience is, uh, is what is most important. So if you cannot guarantee the performance of your environment, you, uh, yeah, you sort of yeah, lose it uh, in terms of, yeah, the, the, yeah the, the good experience of your environment, right? So uh, we uh, created as part of the Microsoft Field Initiative together with uh, uh, the GBB team where I'm active in, as well as the Fast Track team and the uh, Windows Virtual Desktop Apps uh, team. We created an uh, Azure Log Analytics workbook in Azure Monitor, as you can see over here. And we created some great dashboards and this collects information from uh, the workspace directly and as well from Perfmon and as well from Azure AD. And here you can can proactively monitor your Windows Virtual Desktop ARM environment. So here you can see, okay, my uh, my Windows Virtual Desktop resources, my daily connections, where are my users logged on from? So it seems to be that I'm logging on from Rotterdam. Uh, so uh, current session uh, status, uh, all kinds of metrics here. But the other great thing is that you can do uh, and collect metrics from the controls plane itself. So if you have a problem in your environment, uh, let's say a user clicks on your on the virtual desktop icon but gets an error you will see all those errors here and you can do some troubleshooting because of that and you can proactively create as well custom workbooks and actions behind that if you get for example an error that you run like something like an azure runbook or something like that and you point an action to it as well to solve it and other great things are uh, disk performance as an example so we use an Avis logics uh, yeah, container technology for storing the profiles and as well uh, the applications in the future with uh, virtual disks and it is very important to capture the iops and as well the latency and throughput of those disks to uh, Azure files and you can yeah, proactively monitor that uh, performance over here and see if your Azure files, your storage account fulfills the uh, yeah, the amount of IOPS, for example, for the uh, yeah for the user sessions in the environment. So, wow, this is a lot different from when 
when I was just physically buying computers for people and racking them and thinking about virtual machines like that. This is this is an example of the true elasticity and the power of uh, of Azure. Now, back in the day when I was dealing with these kinds of things, I would use that MSTSC, the Microsoft Terminal Server Connection. What does it look like from the point of view of a client now if I connect to one of these resources? Yeah, that's a good question. So before I show that, uh, I would like to call it as well that there is a blog article uh, on exactly the configuration of what I just showed that custom workbook. So if you mm -hmm. go to the Windows IT Pro blog on the tech community website, you will find this uh, this blog article with all the steps that you can uh, yeah, follow to uh, to implement it. It's uh, it's free to use. You only have to uh, uh, yeah pay for the log analytics database consumption, but the rest is all uh, yeah free as a community initiative. So wow. uh, let's um, yeah let's uh, switch over to the um, to the client. So this is the new uh, between finger cross MSTC client. This is way more comprehensive as you can see, and this lists all your virtual desktops that are assigned to your user to your user account. As you can see, I have. Uh, a demo environment called Azure Friday, and as well two virtual desktops over here, one HPC desktop and one virtual desktop, and as well a bunch of uh, remote applications. So that's another uh, thing that you can do. You can publish an application, so not the full desktop with the start menu and everything, but as well the, yeah, only like the frame of the application itself. So if you have, for example, a legacy application that you want to centralize from Azure, uh, whether it's like in Europe or in the USA or in Asia, you can do that as well very efficiently. And behind that, you can leverage like an image management structure to easily update those applications and images. And we have a new application solution in, in, in store as well, which I'm probably uh, going to talk about in the end. So in a, like a teaser here. So uh, so if you, for example, click on, on, on this icon, um, yeah, your virtual desktop will start. And uh, let me let me show how it looks and feels. So this is a virtual desktop session. It's a frame session, as you can see. You can obviously start it in full desktop or in full screen as well, mm -hmm. with like uh, four monitors spread over. Uh, so, so that's all possible. Wow. But the interesting thing that you can see here is that everything works and looks and feels the same way as your local Windows 10 uh, laptop or Surface or whatsoever. And the great thing about this experience, this is just Windows 10, but the good thing about this experience is that, and I can show it to you, is that this is running on uh, Windows 10 Enterprise for virtual desktops, or also known as Windows 10 Enterprise for multi-session, or for multi -session, multi-session. So you can run multiple sessions on this virtual machine. So if you, for example, have a D8 or D16 machine, mm -hmm. uh, you can run like 16 or 32 sessions all simultaneously on one virtual machine. So it's very efficient to do that, to just yeah, publish a full desktop, uh, sharing resources. Wow. And yeah, that's make totally that different. See, back in the day, we would go and create a virtual machine and it was only being used for email and typing in Microsoft Word. This is a much more efficient way to, uh, to do things for those uh, workloads that are not as heavy. Yeah, exactly. And the other great thing is that, as you can see here, I pointed out disk management, and here you can see profile dash and then my username, uh, which is Christian, obviously. So this is the profile container of FS Logics that we use as a fundament for uh, profile delivery in Windows Virtual Desktop. And that means is that if you have a pool of Windows 10 virtual machines and you log off and back on and you come on a different machine, that your profile data will be shared with you. So you have the same experience, the same icon, the same profile settings, the same 
Outlook settings, cache mode, OST, search everything in place. And uh, that, that creates yeah, the same experience, whether you're logged on to machine number one or number 10. Mm -hmm. And the other great thing is that this profile is being stored on a centralized storage environment, which is, and I can show that here to you, which is stored in a virtual hard drive, so in a container basically, on Azure Files. So since a couple mm. of weeks, we have in GA the support of Azure Files with Active Directory, legacy Active Directory uh, supports for Kerberos for the ACLs. So we can store that profile directly on Azure Files very efficiently. So basically use more uh, yeah, platform as a service, many service solutions in conjunction with Windows Virtual Desktop. So uh, let's let's uh, show you how that looks from an Azure portal perspective. So if you go to the storage account uh, menu from the Azure portal and you click on your storage account that you created for this specific and you go to, uh, to file shares, you will see uh, that I created a folder in there, profiles, and in that folder you see my uh, yeah, username and my SID of my user account. And in there you see my profile container. So this is where my yeah, profile data is sitting in. My OST from Outlook, my Teams data, my OneDrive data, everything is sitting in here. So yeah, as I said, a very efficient way to do it. And with Azure Files, with standard premium SKUs, the performance is pretty good as well. And the replication mechanisms to other regions, etc., are all possible as well. So for the um, disaster recovery, redundant reasons, uh, this is a very good uh, yeah, storage solution as well to store your profiles. Wow. Okay. So you've got centralized storage. It's a very efficient way of doing things. You've got a very efficient way to allow multiple people uh, to use one virtual machine and share it while still having a responsive experience. What if I want to do something hard? What if I'm a developer? What if I need a high performance machine? I don't want to share it with, uh, with my coworkers. Yeah, that's a very good question. So <laughs> I obviously prepared some cool, cool demos for uh, for this uh, for this session for Azure Friday. So as you can see, uh, th these are my host pools, and I created a special host pool over here, which I'm um, uh, using an um, an NVIDIA um, enhanced uh, N series virtual machine. So as you can see here, I have my HPC desktop here, and I already have it here started, and this is running with an uh, NVIDIA GPU. Uh, so it has a GPU inside, so extra resources to do video rendering, etc. And the great thing, and that simulates what the performance could be of an N-series, and it could be an NV-series, the new AMD-driven uh, GPU, CPUs as well. Uh, you can obviously do ev everything around video editing, running Photoshop, uh, AutoCAD, Revit, all kinds of yeah, very uh, intense uh, applications that yeah, need a graphical card. But another great thing that you can do is run like Command and Conquer. So I don't know if you are from, uh, um, or you are you are not from the '90s, but you probably. I, I am of uh, a certain age. I am of a certain age. And series are supported uh, for running games as well. So as you can wow. see here, the performance is pretty slick. And that's actually coming over the remote desktop. So uh, so yeah, let's wow. just start quickly in uh, a demo here. And then stop with this because here yeah, we are not so as a, playing games uh, during Azure Friday. As a developer, I could certainly go and run Visual Studio or anything that is that is exactly. demanding and and abuse these machines. Uh, and actually, speaking of demanding apps and apps that we spend a lot of time on, uh, what about uh, something like Teams? The with Teams, there's a webcam, but there's no webcam in the uh, in the cloud, so I don't even know how you would do something like that. 
Yeah, that's another great question. So let's switch uh, from my HPC uh, desktop here to my virtual desktop again and close some of my uh, my screens over here and open Teams because Teams is one of the updates that is part of that same uh, yeah initiative uh, when we released the ARM-based version of Windows Virtual Desktop and we released uh, yeah the audio and video redirection of Teams. So that means is that you can redirect your audio and video to your uh, to your endpoint to your uh, to your client itself so you render your audio and video traffic uh, to your client so you're not doing it inside your session host which can cause like due to latency and long distance connection a very bad performance for audio and video hmm. so because of that audio and video offloading you use a WebRTC uh, client, a plugin, uh, which uses the APIs for, for Teams for that. And as you uh, can see here, you see that this uh, status is WVD media optimized. Wow. So uh, that means that your audio and video uh, is now connected to your client, to the uh, yeah, MSRDC, this client uh, that you install on your, on your endpoint. So if I, for example, go to settings here, the other great thing is, is that my devices are uh, like my, like mapped one to one to the session. So you see all your devices here directly. So no conversion over the protocol or yeah bad compatibility uh, yeah things that are happening. It's just like everything that you normally see in your Teams client locally as well. And as you can see here, the performance is pretty slick, right? So this is all rendered to uh, to the client itself. It's really amazing. The idea that, like my wife, uh, she when she came and had to work remotely, we weren't prepared. She didn't have a, a laptop that was appropriate for work. You know, the ability though to be able to have those those uh, those accessible resources, those very private internal resources, but then use the obvious things like the local webcam, the local audio. It's such a great combination. I, I noticed that you also made a thing. Uh, you mentioned something. You gave me a little teaser there. I don't want you to get away without the end of that teaser. You can virtualize just an app. Yeah, that's correct. So one of the next big things that are coming to Windows Virtual Desktop is called MSAX App Attach, and that's a product that is already in a public preview right now. But in some yeah, in some next months, uh, we will release that and integrate that into the Azure portal as well. And what you can do with MSAX App Attach is that with MSAX you virtualize an application, which you probably know from uh, from AppV, with with App Attach we convert the MSIX into a container and virtualize that, store that on Azure files separately from the operating system. And the great thing about that is as well, is if you have an application update or a new application, you can just mount that on the fly to the virtual desktop. So no like image management, you don't have to shut down the machine. So it's very efficient to do that. And you can store that on Azure files as well. So I would like to show you how that looks and feels because let me search for Notepad++ over here. You can see no Notepad++, only the normal Notepad from, uh, from Windows. So if I uh, run this, uh, this command, you will see that as part of the disk management, the virtual disks, one Notepad++ disk will be added here. And this is my MSAX app attached uh, Notepad++ virtual container, which has Notepad++ inside that uh, container, app attached container. So if I search back here, I see a Notepad++ showing up, and let's see if it works. And here's Notepad++ wow. running on top of uh, Azure files, which I'm using as a storage location, virtualized streams inside your virtual session. So really revolutionary uh, technology. Uh, 
So that's the next level in yeah, optimizing your image uh, management procedure and as well application delivery as part of Windows Virtual Desktop. So that is amazing. So what do you think? That uh, I I didn't realize that we had come so far along in in, in technology like this. Um, I'm sure that you have other big things planned for the future. Is there a roadmap that you can share? Yeah, so we have a uh, public roadmap for Windows for Desktop, which you can find at aka.ms slash WVD roadmap. And that brings you to this page. And this is our public roadmap that you can just, uh, yeah, uh, look up to and, and, and see for or look at things that we have in store uh, yeah, in, in the next quarters and, and are in development, as you can see here as well. So one of the big things that are coming very soon, once we uh, yeah, move Windows Virtual Desktop ARM to the next stage is as well, uh, Azure Automation Integration Auto Scaling to save costs on uh, yeah, spinning down machines after business hours. Uh, later, we will integrate that as well inside the, uh, in the portal, and we will add as well multiple uh, yeah, console plane workspace locations in the near future to, for example, France, Germany, Norway. So yeah, just uh, bookmark this or register for the RSS feed to uh, keep informed. So, uh, so yeah. Very exciting. I am learning all about Windows Virtual Desktop and how I can access my workspace all over the world from anywhere today on Azure Friday. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Azure Friday. Now I need you to like it, comment on it, tell your friends, retweet it, watch more Azure Friday.